Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Raise Your Bars podcast with Al Rutan. I'm here with my good friend, Chris Baker. How you doing, Chris? Doing well. Uh, we got back into the 80s. Woohoo! Back into the 80s this week. 45 days since we've been in the 80s. That's a long time. That's a long, hard winter. That is a long time. So at least you're yeah. warm. You know, it's been warmer long- up here, too. The snow's melting a little bit. It was actually daylight past past uh you know five o'clock today which was nice um so it's good and actually it's kind of funny you know your my my son my sons are actually doing they're doing they said the other day hey we're gonna do a road trip we're gonna go to florida so they want to drive down to florida towards the mid to late february they're gonna leave and they're gonna take eight days they're gonna drive down to florida they're gonna go all the way down to the keys um and then back up again spend a couple days in orlando and and do some stuff and uh they want to jump in the gulf and they want to jump in the ocean so they want to nice. that's a long that's a long trip that'd be fun. yeah it's gonna, long yeah it's gonna be a long trip but they're they've already got it sort of planned out they've got some airbnbs reserved and uh yeah. and they're looking forward to their trip and i think it's kind of cool that you know the the my, my two sons so the brothers you know going out and spending yeah. some time together there's a two and a half year age gap between them and you know uh so it's really cool to see them growing and and getting along so well and i mean they're both in their 20s right but now right. wanting to spend time together like that so it's it's kind of yeah. that's good so uh you know uh we're we're tonight we're going to talk about something I, i've been reading lately and you know everybody that's listened to this in the past knows that john maxwell is one of our mentors and we've been able to have the pleasure of learning directly from him and interacting with him and spending time with him and and something I read the other day that he said it, and and it's really it really kind of hit home for me because I think a lot of leaders fall into this trap. Okay, it says leaders face the danger of contentment with the status quo. That kind of like almost slapped me in the face because it's like you know everything's going well. Why change anything? Why look at anything? Why examine the way we're doing things? Everything's going well. Yeah, let's just keep things status quo. Yeah. And I think status quo is probably another word. You could probably, you know, be a synonym would be average <laughs> in my mind. Anyways, yeah. maybe not maybe not in the dictionary, but in my mind, average would kind of uh, go along with the word status quo. What are your, what are your thoughts on that, Chris? Yeah. It reminds me of the, there was a, a saying that used to be popular. Um, I, I guess it still is, but it, um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's a, a mentality that a lot of people and and I used to think that way, right? For sure, I used to think that way. It was like, listen, we don't have to like change it if it's working. It's working. That's all good. But but as I've I've sort of grown and um, developed my own personal personal awareness and thinking, um, and and working with yourself over the last six or seven years, Al, you realise that if you if you stand still, right, you're actually mm-hmm. going backwards. Yeah, absolutely. Because there are others that are going to be moving forwards yeah. and they might be running. So even if you're crawling, you know, you're you and and you're you're accepting like, hey, let's let's look at this. Like, okay, we we had like a two percent increase this year. Yeah, good. That's roll out the flags. Well, no, you should be looking at a 10 percent increase, right? And so so why settle when you can push yourself in more? Yeah. And I think in a lot of business, I mean, let's face it, any, any business owner is always looking for an increase, but I think, are we being satisfied with the two, right? Instead of going after the 10, 
Are we putting those stretch targets and goals yeah. in there for ourselves and for our teams, right? Realistically, but yet stretch targets. If we pushed a little bit harder, if we were a little bit more productive, if we up-leveled our customer service uh, just a little bit more, what more can we get? And I know I'm, you know, with one company I work with, um, we're, we're talking, you know, looking at it's it's a with retail, right? Average basket size. What could if if you got all of your customers that walk through your door on a on a on an annual basis to spend an extra two, three, four, five dollars, what does that mean to your top line sales, which then also translates to your bottom line profit? Mm -hmm. It could mean millions of dollars. Yeah. And if you aren't looking at ways to grow that average basket, to get more dollars from your customers, to upsell more yeah. products to your clients, I think you're probably content with the status quo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I would challenge as well that Al, the, the 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 statement that every business owner is looking for uh, for increases because you know in conversations we've had with business and they go, no, we're fine, we don't need anything. Are they looking for increase? Or are they just saying, hey, we're we're okay? And mm -hmm. and there's generally a fear, right, around trying something new. All right. It's the fear of failure rather than the excitement of like, hey, this is exciting. We could we could make a killing here, right? And right. we and people tend to give in to the fear of it. And therefore they settle for the status quo and go, if it ain't broke, let's not fix it. Let's let's yeah. just go with the flow. Yeah. Right. When it breaks then we'll try and do it. But to me, that's like shutting the barn doors after the horse is bolted, right? <laughs> exactly. So I'll concede that you are correct. We have talked to business owners like that. Now, I think that in the back of business owners' minds, they want the increase, but they aren't prepared to change anything to go after or chase that increase. Correct. And I think that's a lot of the a lot of the problems that some of us run into. Yeah. You know, like and, and carrying on through John's through John's points here i've got three things that he said here besides that uh, three more things i said because you know one thing is as a leader you need to keep growing mm -hmm. right and if and if you haven't then like chris said before right other if others are then you're falling behind yeah and and that could that could be catastrophic for any organization if you're not mm -hmm. willing to invest in train develop yourself and your and the rest of your leadership team and i think so many people get stuck in the rut of Again, this is just the way we do this business, right? Okay, well, what have you done for training and development? Nothing. Okay, so all the growth you've had has just been by circumstance, right? Maybe you did a few right things, but what if you trained your team to, uh, yeah. to focus a little bit more on the customer? What if you trained your leadership team to build into the frontline workers? Mm -hmm. What more could you have? Yeah. And you, you think think about it as well, Al. The if if a leader is not continually working on themselves and their own self development, what sort of a message does that send out to their team? All right? Why should their team bother if the leader doesn't bother? Exactly. You know, yeah. and 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 it's you know people again like John John will say people do what people see, not mm -hmm. what people say. All right. Mm -hmm. So if we are if we are saying one thing. But we're doing another. Yeah, people will copy and emulate what we do, not what we say, right? Yeah. And then what happens is you're losing the trust and the respect. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, right? And Absolutely. and the the, the good the good employees that want to, right? yeah the good employees that want to develop. Guess what? You're going to lose them because they're going to go elsewhere to somebody who 
is prepared to invest in themselves and their team, yeah, who is yeah. prepared to listen to their team and and to put the the things in place that will that will necessitate and facilitate continuous improvement. Mm -hmm. I had uh, I had a a leader in one company recently tell me that their boss just doesn't care. Yeah, just doesn't care, right? And that kind of that saddened me to be honest mm -hmm. because then they've already put a cap on their potential for growth right you know and, and what is the what is the level of employee engagement going to be like in that company well technically actually it's down it's down because they've done one and it, and they and they dropped points right, right. so yeah it's it's not yeah. good so right. this, this leads me to like point one of the three here. Like we had the, this was like, this was preamble folks. Now we're going to get into the points, but, <laughs> but you know, we've already basically talked this. John said your growth determines who you are. Yeah. Determines who you are. Again, are you going to be that two-faced person preaching one thing saying you need to be doing, you know, Hey team, go do this, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. But then living the different life yourself and not following those mm -hmm. same rules. Are you above the rules? Have you set, you know, have you allowed your, your title, to entitle you to mm. not do you know do as do as i say not as i do type of mentality in yeah. your organization and if you if you've gone down that road it's really hard to turn it around you're gonna have a lot of work to do for sure and it and it comes back to uh you know are you are you living life by design or mm -hmm. by default mm -hmm. you know and 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 that again will will determine who you are right if you're living it by design it means that you're choosing the path that you take absolutely you're 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 choosing your destiny you're in control of your destiny mm -hmm. doesn't mean that everything's going to go 100% swimmingly right because we know that when we stretch ourselves and when we grow there's That's peaks and drops right so but but if you live by default you're putting your future in other people's hands mhm mm and they haven't got your best interests at heart. I guarantee you that. It's true. That is true. And you, you already mentioned this too. Point two, what John said in this little blurb I read is who you are determines who you attract. And you already mentioned yeah. that. You know, the, the people that do want to develop and grow are going to leave. And, yeah. and we've mentioned this before. People want to be on a winning team. Mm -hmm. But you know what? You need to have a winning mentality and be a winning leader in order for people to want to be on a in order to have a winning team and be on right. want to be on the winning team. So who are you attracting in your company? If you start, if you take a look around at your your current talent pool and there is no talent, or it's you know negativity, or it's um, you know extra effort or work or babysitting your team to make sure that they get their work done. Well, you might want to turn around and look in the mirror and say, what kind of example am I setting within my company? Because you really right. do attract who you are. Yeah. Oh, is Jim yeah. Rohn, I'm like the five people you hang around with the most. And that's true in real life. That's why I want to hang around with winners, people that are going to stretch me and challenge yeah. me and push me. Yeah. And I don't want to hang around with people that are going to want to, you know, party on the weekend and sit on the couch and watch TV all week. Mm -hmm. That's not yeah, no, I'm intentional about that, right? It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that I cut out completely people that are have got a different mindset to me, right? I don't cut them out, but uh, but I the 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 ones that I associate and listen to the most are the ones that are the like-minded, forward-thinking, growth-minded individuals like yourself, Al, right? Whereas there's there's other people that that are still friends. But I, I pick and choose when I associate with them 
like it could be going to the pub and having a beer watching yeah. football right but but i wouldn't sit with them in a learning environment and try and talk about personal growth and development no. or I, I wouldn't get into a debate with them about the state of the economy or or how to how to lead a team or what's going on because that that the most of that that um content would be negative right? right and then that would that would bring me down because most people unfortunately look for reasons why they're not doing it or excuses why they're not doing it instead of, of reasons why they can make it work you know exactly. and and i don't want to be in that i i i, I want to cut those negative people out not completely but i pick and choose when i associate with those and, and when I associate with people like yourself, so like, yeah, limiting your exposure, I guess, in other words, right. right. Like you want to make yeah. sure that, and again, right. I have, I have dear friends that, you know, that, that I've, I've distanced myself from over the years, just because honestly, we're on two different paths. In right. Life. Right. It, it, nothing wrong with them. I don't think there's anything wrong with me. Well, I mean, I know there's lots wrong with me, but you know what right. I mean? saying but i mean i just say we've just we've we were this traveling through life together and then slowly yeah. because again they're they're content with the path they're on i was not content with the path i was on so now we've started we've started separating ways a little bit and and, and i'm sometimes i miss them dearly other times i'm like oh, i'm happy with where i'm headed and the people i'm getting to associate with now and the growth that i'm experiencing in my life personally professionally right it's it right. yeah and i mean I, I look at you know, like i have less time before me than i do behind me i want to make sure i spend <laughs> these years well like right. i want to well invested in what i'm doing yeah randomly yeah. absolutely yeah yeah point three john says is who you attract determines the success of your organization leaders must remain teachable Think mm -hmm. about that. Who you're attracting is going to determine the success of your organization. Yeah. Not you <laughs> necessarily, Correct. but who you're attracting. Right. You're, you're playing a part in it. If you're projecting that right persona that and leading well, mm -hmm. and investing yeah. in yourself and your own growth. But um, who you attract determines the success of your organization. It will do a hundred percent because, you know, when you're a leader of an organization, whether you're the business owner or manager or whatever, a leader in a team, the team are the ones that that do the majority of the work right and produce they're like the the, the worker bees if you like and yeah. you're the queen bee that's overseeing everything well if if you are attracting the wrong type of worker bees you're out of control of the situation yeah. right? and you can't see everything all of the time and there will be things going on that maybe you don't know about or um maybe you do but you turn a blind eye because they're copying you i i don't know i mean there's all sorts of things but you will mm -hmm. not get the right results you know, um, I think as well in in hiring, and we we do modules on sort of hiring uh, and and retaining top talent, attracting and retaining top talent. One of the things, you know, I've always always done um, as soon as I realised this was was I hire for attitude and I yeah. train for aptitude. Absolutely, right? because you you can train skills, job yeah. skills. Yeah. It's very hard to train the right attitude. Let's face it, you hire the wrong attitude, it can spread like cancer in your organization. Right. Yeah. And that person could be the most skilled person in the business, right? Yeah. That is that has got that to a T. But if they've got the wrong attitude and they and they frankly 
piss other people off and don't do the work proper or you know are, are lazy or disrespectful mm. that skill is is irrelevant right yep. irrelevant yeah and and i've seen it so often i used to see it in in the car dealerships and i see it in different areas now where people go oh yeah he's the best worker let's promote them to a manager that doesn't necessarily mean they're the best manager no. right they not, can't necessarily lead other people mm -hmm. right you've got to look at that and say who is the best leader and it may be your lowest performer because Never. they've got different skills you've got to identify their skills and their strengths right well, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less, right? And if you're a jerk, right. you're not going to be influencing many people. You may have them. Well, you will, but in the wrong way. <laughs> you're going to have, using, using fear motivation does not work for long in an organization because nobody's going to put up with that. Not, especially in not today's age and culture. I mean, back right. in the day, Chris, I put up with it because I was trying to prove myself and make my career. And, yeah. and it was kind of almost accepted. <laughs> back at in yeah. the early, late 80s early 90s um but now you can't you can't do that anymore and, and nor should you be because i think again you, you know if you're if you're kind to people firm fair and kind your influence is only going to grow and oh. those people will most likely follow you into battle and if they're not willing to follow you into battle then they're probably the wrong people to have in your yeah and I, as we talk about it al it, it's um you know, really the five levels of leadership comes into this as well, right? Mm -hmm. you, you know, you want to, as a business leader, um, a business owner, a leader, whatever, you want to get to at least level four where you're producing other people. Exactly. You know, ideally you want to get to level five, the pinnacle, right? Where you're producing other people that produce other people. Mm -hmm. But at, at, at the least you as a... As a Peter's. Well, I mean, there are people, but you don't want to be producing people, <laughs> right? But people that that produce, uh, yes, I mean that that the performance, right? Yeah, um, so so you 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 want to be at that that people level, that level four leadership, exactly, and, and you want to be creating people that are at least at level three leadership, where they're at the production level, so people are following them and choosing to be with them because of the pr product productivity that they they um, produce right exactly and therefore they want to be on a winning team mm -hmm. and then even level two where where people are there because of of permission right they they you know they 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 are um they're, they're following you because you're they're giving you permission to lead them right where you don't want to be for very long is that first level of just positional leadership exactly <laughs> excuse me a lot of people get trapped there and that's when you run into this problem of this status quo and not attracting the right people for your team and and even even uh limit while well, you're limiting the success of your organization right if you're, if you're right. stuck in positional leadership as you follow me because of my title that doesn't work anymore yeah. and so again not to, to think about you know that what you're saying again you, you know who you are is who you attract again you want to be that level three or level four leader. So you're attracting other potential level three, level four leaders. Exactly. Right. And, exactly. and that will determine your success. But, and again, it's, it's all three of those points, right? Who, right. who you are is who you attract, who yeah. you attract will determine your success. Exactly. Level and then the last statement here is leaders must remain teachable. And I think maybe even our challenge today, Chris, would be to send out to people here listening that, you know, where, where are you? Do a, do some self-examination over the next couple of days. Have you maintained a teachable heart, spirit, whatever, mm -hmm. what mindset, whatever you want to call it, as you've grown in your authority, 
or in your leadership within your organization, yeah. have you remained teachable? Right. And if you haven't, you're probably limiting the potential of your organization. Mm -hmm. And you may want to re-examine your, your mindset on that teachability. Yeah. Because let's face it, remaining teachable requires you to have a little bit of humility. Okay. That Absolutely. maybe somebody else knows something more than you know. Yeah. And that's okay. And it may yeah. even be somebody on your team. And that's okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, how, how many, you know, as you, as you expand on that, look back over the last year or 2023, right? And say, how many new things did I try in 2023? Mm -hmm. And of those new things that I tried, how many of those things did I fail at? And then what did I do when I failed at it? Right. Right. Did you just like go, let me move on to something else? Mm -hmm. In which case you're not teachable. <laughs> or did you, did you learn from it and then move on and then make it a success? Mm -hmm. right and and again if you didn't try anything new last year you settle in for what you've got yeah you've you've accepted status quo don't do yeah. that everyone thanks for tuning in again we really do sincerely appreciate everybody that downloads these podcasts and listens to them i hope you get some value out of them and if you did get value out of today share it with friends family coworkers. Yeah. uh find us on facebook search raise your bars legacy creators for men 40 plus years of age, uh, raise your bars, profit accelerator. This is for business owners and the raise your bars, personal growth solutions group is for everybody. So, um, search us out, message us, contact us. We'd be happy to chat with you. If you are in search of, um, uh, ways to raise your bars in 2024 and beyond. Exactly. Thanks yeah. for tuning in everyone. Have a great evening. Bye for now.